0: today's episode, we are talking about so many amazing things with my friend, Michelle. She's a website designer, and we are going to tackle some really deep conversations around being a mom and a business owner, creating white space for more downloads, surrounding yourself with others, and how to take big leaps when you want big things in your life. So let's jump on in. Hello, SurfScale Thor family. Oh my goodness, y'all. I am so excited because I have one of our SurfScale Thor students, Michelle, on here, and I just cannot wait for y'all to hear her story and all the success that she has been experiencing. And so, Michelle, I'm super excited to have you on. Will you tell my audience a little bit about who you
1: are as a person and then about your business? Yeah, thank you so much for having me on. This is such a thrill. I've been listening to the podcast for ages. I'm Michelle Pontvert, or Pontvert, if you want to sound Anglo-Saxon about it. I'm Australian originally. I am now living in Paris, France, and I spent about a decade living in California, which is where I met my now husband, who is French, thus why we live in Paris. And I'm a very proud mom of an almost three-year-old, which is crazy. (laughs)
0: Oh, I love that. So many people in our group have 3-year-olds and I have a 3-year-old. <laughs> so, I love that so much. And tell us a little bit more about your business.
1: Yeah, so I'm a branding and website designer and I work specifically with moms or moms depending on where you're from. And I've really honed in on working with service providers because I love that kind of industry. I've always been a service provider. I've always really gravitated towards that and it has been really fun to dive into their businesses working one on one and recently I've been branching out a little bit and offering some templates and vip days and just expanding my ways to support these mums growing their businesses at all different stages and in all different ways.
0: I love that. And how did you get into web design?
1: Oof, um so by trade I'm actually a set decorator so I went to school for film and worked in Hollywood when I lived in the States and loved that work and loved all the design work there but the lifestyle was just not for me. It was like 14 hour days driving all the time and I had known since I was a very young kid that I wanted to be a mum and be a really present mum so once I coupled up with my husband I knew I needed to kind of make space in my life to be a parent and decided to leave film, moved to France with no idea of what my career was going to be and ended up working in a bunch of small businesses in their marketing teams and found myself loving working on their websites and really drawn to that. And when my son was born and I wanted more flexibility and freedom, I kind of took the big scary leap and opened up my own business. And it has been a really fun ride I I took a little bit of time to get there I I decided to invest in trainings and I took a boot camp on user experience design before diving in to start my business and I'm so glad I took that time to really feel confident in my skills because it has been so valuable to have all of that underfoot as I've launched into the sort of nuts and bolts of running a business now
0: I love this. And from that story, there was two big leaps that you took. One was Mm -hmm. picking up and going to France. And then the next was starting your business. And I am a big fan of taking leaps. I take a lot (laughs) of them. And so what do you think that gives you the confidence or maybe the security in order to take those big, scary leaps that other people are more cautious about taking?
1: Mm. Well, it's funny, because I always say that I'm desperate for stability, but I'm also really adaptable to change. And I think being really honest with what I was looking for in my life, and what I wanted this dream life to look like made it much less scary to take those big, big jumps of moving to a country where I didn't speak the language, I didn't know anyone, because I knew I wanted to be around my husband's family and in an environment that was going to be supportive of this family-focused life I was chasing after made that less scary. And then starting my business was for my son. I wanted to be present with him. I wanted to be home and breastfeed him and be really present. And having that clarity made the scariness not so scary. (laughs) I
0: think that that's one of the things that so many people are missing is just the clarity. And Mm -hmm. not knowing what it's going to look like on the other side. And the truth is we never know what it's going to look like on the other side. Like it could be a total victory and maybe it's not what we wanted. We took a leap, moved to North Carolina, stayed here for a year, realized it's not what we wanted and now we're (laughs) moving back. And I think that you are someone who takes those leaps and it seems like you're okay with not knowing the outcome but just knowing what your bigger vision is. And mm-hmm. having these bigger visions, I know, is sometimes hard for people. Do you think there was a point where you were like, were you reading certain books? Was it certain things you were listening to that really helped you hone in on that bigger vision? Or was this something you've just always had?
1: Yeah, I think it's it's often in contrast with what we kind of are experiencing. So I grew up with a very, very powerful and, and dedicated mom who has worked full-time, she's a doctor, and I'm so, uh, like I admire her so much, but seeing her life, I, I made some decisions pretty early on of how I wanted to be a parent in contrast and in sort of like respect for what she did too and wanting to emulate that. And I think seeing that and seeing the women I was looking up to in my field in film and in my other work, I, I sort of very quickly saw what it is i didn't like and what i didn't didn't resonate with and i think i've always had that kind of strong gut feeling but i i do listen to a lot of more like business podcasts and yours is one of them and i think seeing all these women who are chasing this goal that really felt aligned was so reassuring like seeing so many women who are active parents and making space for their lives and just seeing like people living out what I was looking for was really reassuring as I took this big jump to open my business and launch into this kind of next chapter. I think seeing people living what I wanted was was really what made that possible in many ways for me. I love
0: that. And the fact that you said that you listen to your gut, that's something I always say, and that's our intuition. And I think Mm. that more of us could tap into those feelings, our intuition. And as women, we are so strong in being able to feel intuition, maybe so more than men, but we don't always listen to it. And so I love that you were like, I listen to my gut. And for some of us, it's not going to be a gut feeling. It's other ways that we can feel our intuition. But I just love that, Michelle. And I love that you also made it a priority to surround yourself with women that you also wanted to achieve maybe parts of what they had or things like that. And for me, I know that's always been such a big part of being in masterminds and Group coaching and programs is so I can be around the people that I also want to achieve what they're achieving and not so much in a way of like comparing, but just like you said, you saw women who had freedom and space to be with their family, but also run a successful business. And how can we create more space for that?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I don't remember who says it, but I think it's very true that we are kind of a sum of the people we hang out with. And I wanted to be in the room with people I wanted to be like and who had what I wanted. So I think it's always been really valuable to try and find a way into the room with the people I wanted to be like.
0: Yes. And I think I know which it's like, we're the, sum of the five people we surround ourselves with. And I have no idea who said that. I don't know if it was maybe Covey or someone said it, but a very wise person said it. And sometimes I feel like we hear that quote and we feel like we need to be friends with them. Like that's the Mm -hmm. only way that we can surround ourselves with it. But I remember when I came in the online space, it wasn't about becoming friends. It was maybe I got into that person's program or I listened to their podcast or I watched what they were doing. And that's also a way to surround yourself with them. I think that relationships and friendships are like so important, but sometimes when we're just getting started, that's not how we can start surrounding ourselves with those people. And Mm -hmm. I just think it's really important that you don't count yourself out of that quote, just because you're not BFFs with
1: that person. A hundred percent. And, you know, I've had so many relationships formed because I've been in the room of these types of educators and like, I meet other people who want to be in the room with them too. And it's just a lovely way to get in, in the circles of people who have similar goals. So even if it's not that mentor, you can find other people who also are gravitating towards that person. And that can be really valuable too.
0: Oh, I love this. Okay, so I want to dig into what has been some of your roadblocks in your business that you've been able to overcome.
1: Oof. Well, I think my biggest one has been childcare. Honestly, <laughs> um, finding consistent childcare has been a really big challenge, and my son is is he's high high needs. But finding ways to like really work on my systems so that when I do sit at my desk and I have concentrated time, I am able to use that. To the very best of my ability has been really a, a big game changer. getting everything systematized, having a really clear plan for when i'm using my i call it desk time has made a huge difference okay, and
0: what system specifically do you think has made the biggest impact
1: oof I mean there's stuff that like goes on in the background, but day to day having my clickup set up in a way that works for my brain has been life changing like I have all these different ways of tracking my clients and my projects and ways to dump ideas out of my brain when I'm on a walk with my son and I can't you know stop and write a note and just having like a place to put all my thoughts and keep myself accountable I think day to day that makes the biggest difference
0: I love that and one thing you said that I want to just kind of push a little bit more is setting up your clickup a way that works for your brain One Mm -hmm. of the reasons why we promote ClickUp is because I truly think it works for everyone's brain because of the different (laughs) views, but you have to figure out how it works specifically for your brain, which can sometimes slow people up if they're trying to imitate how other people have their ClickUp set up. So for me, I'm a calendar Mm -hmm. view person. Like I want to see everything in a calendar. We have Steph who does the podcast, who looks at everything in a view. We have some people that love like the Trello board thing. And what I love about ClickUp is you can set it up to work for your brain, but sometimes we're too busy, like trying to set it up like other people's brains that we think it doesn't work for us.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a calendar view too. And I think going through the trainings was really helpful because I could see all the different options and kind of try them on before I'd spent hours setting it up for myself. So I think that was really valuable to just not waste all my time trying to figure out which made the most sense. I could just see them and be like, oh, okay, I can, I can guess that I would do well with a calendar view. So that time saving has been a big piece of investing in trainings like, like Soul.
0: <laughs> ah. And with being a mom, I want to go back to this and Mm. finding good child care. I always, I have built in child care because my husband's a full-time stay-at-home dad. Uh. So lucky for that. And I just want to give a shout out to all the moms who are doing this without child care, because I think it's one of those things I now look at. I'm like, oh my God, how do people do it? And I used to do it. I did it for a year with a crying baby and built my business. But then when you get to the other side and you have that support, you kind of forget like, oh my gosh, it was not a walk in the park (laughs) at all. And so what are some like helpful mom tips that you would give for someone who's like trying to manage it all? Oh my gosh.
1: Uh, Some kind of help. I think I was a bit proud to ask for childcare. I didn't want to put my son in. They have crèche here in France and it's full, full time from birth basically. And I was really against it. And I went a bit too far the other extreme of like, I will have no childcare. And I just, such a breath of relief once I did find the right help. So I think not, not to be shy to ask and lean on people who are willing to help. I think Uh, pride and maybe maybe our nervousness as parents to like trust someone with your kid it it can get in the way and be it's a challenge but it's been a really big learning lesson for me to to just trust that he's going to be okay and it's actually good for him to spend time with other people and really good for me and my like mental health as well as my business to just have that space to be a grown-up and have my own thoughts and my own space too
0: I think that's so powerful Michelle not only like. From a business standpoint but from a personal emotional standpoint as we're getting ready to send riley off to school for the first time and she'll be gone all day we're like oh my gosh what do our days look like now like i don't think mine will change too much but there will be this moment where i can have because it's like i go from mornings with her to work and then straight from my office back down To time. And now my husband and I will have this breathing room of having our own thoughts, our own alone time. And I think it definitely will be different, but I think it's so important that we're all finding, even if it's five minutes, just some time to have our own thoughts, have our own time. And you nailed it on the head when you said it's important for us as people, not just
1: to be work and mom. Yeah, not completely. My son just started school and it has been really a weird adjustment, but just having those moments of quiet and space for myself has been much, much more impactful than I thought. I think, I mean, I've been a huge advocate of mental health for for a long time and I think just taking care of ourselves as mums often comes last. And I think when we're running a business, it can be so all-consuming and being a mum can be so all-consuming and we forget to be people sometimes. So uh, yeah, don't don't forget to be people, mums. <laughs> ah,
0: that's beautiful. Okay, so now that we've talked about like some things you've overcome, tell us what has been some of your biggest wins you've experienced?
1: Oh, I think I'm actually kind of going through one now, which is really exciting. So I'm launching my first website template kit and it has been the most fun. I've got some beta testers. I did a pre-launch and it has just been So exciting to feel like I'm making something with my kind of clients and with my audience and really seeing like a lot of buzz and excitement around it. It's been really fun.
0: Oh, so fun. And what platform are you building the templates on?
1: Yeah, I'm in Squarespace and I've built out like a website template. I did brand kit, copywriting guide, video training. I went like all out because I want to make it really easy for my busy moms to, to actually get their websites going. Uh,
0: I love that. And then you had your highest month and we were trying to calculate it, but in US dollars, <laughs> over $10,000 months. So what choices has that brought your family and what's next for you?
1: Well, funnily enough, that month came at a really, really good time because it then allowed me to take a pause. And we we had a really, really hard season recently in like family life. And it allowed me to take Pretty much a step back from my business for a good month or so, and it was hard emotionally to step back, but knowing that I'd had that cushion and that I knew I had the systems to go and make that income again just gave me so much relief when I did need to take a big step back and kind of put the brakes on some client work. so that was yeah, kind of a weird contrast, but really, really powerful to be able to just lean into that season of of challenge and Yeah. And coming next, obviously, my template kit is my little baby that I'm launching into the world. And I'm really excited to lean into that and trying to do more VIP intensives. That's been something I'm really excited to to lean into more in this next season.
0: Isn't it so interesting how those big wins always come when we just need them? Like we want them (laughs) so bad for so long and then they just happen like the moment that we need them most right on Mm -hmm. the time that they were supposed to. And so I do have a question for you. Then did you decide to launch your templates before you had to take a step back from your business or was this like, Hey, I need to get additional revenue coming into the business. So if I ever have to step back again, I'm not completely putting a pause on my business. I still have something that's
1: working in the background oh my gosh, I think you already know me too well. It's exactly the sense of having something to lean back on. But I think it was also because I had that pause, I'd been talking to all these amazing women and I'd done a bunch of market research and I kept hearing the same things, but not synthesizing it really into what I needed to do to help them. And I think, having that step back and that pause, I finally kind of got it and it clicked of like, oh, they're not ready for full custom design work yet. And this is what they've been asking me for. So it was kind of a meeting their needs and meeting my needs solution, which is really lovely when that happens.
0: And I think sometimes when we, and I didn't know the answer to that. So I'm glad it went the way that (laughs) I thought it was gonna go. Um, (laughs) And so I think sometimes when we create white space, That's when Mm. the best downloads come. That's when we can see a bigger image. And Michelle, yours wasn't something that you could have probably foreseen. It was life, family, but there are ways that we can intentionally add white space into our calendar. So for example, what I do is whenever I fly, I fly direct and I'm usually flying to the West somewhere for five hour flights and I don't buy internet. I use that time to be super unplugged and the best ideas that I have, the biggest downloads always come when I'm on an airplane without any electronics or internet or anything like that. And it's because we're creating white space. And so I think when we can create more of that white space, we can get more of these ideas that will impact our business. But if we're always
1: go, 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 it's hard for those downloads to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my son and I go on daily, very long meandering walks around Paris, and that is when all my good ideas come. Which is why ClickUp has been so helpful because I need to write them down. But I'm not trying to think about work. It's just that kind of quiet space and and movement has been always really good to unlock a bunch of ideas for me. Oh,
0: I love that. Well, Michelle, this has been so great. I have taken so many notes along this conversation, and. I just have a few uh, rapid fire questions if you're ready. I am. Let's go. <laughs> okay, perfect. What is your favorite part of your business?
1: I think the freedom. And what does that freedom
0: look like to you?
1: If my son's sick, I don't have to log into work, that I don't have to ask for a sick day, that if I want to you know, work after he's gone to bed, I can because I'm excited about my work and I can follow that energy and that flow of myself as a person first.
0: I love it. And are you a podcast or a book person? Like, if you had to choose podcast or book, which one are you?
1: Both. I like audiobooks, so it's kind of halfway in between.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. Okay, so what's your favorite audiobook?
1: Oh my goodness, of all time, I don't know, but I've just been listening to the series. It's an Australian um, murder mystery series called Miss Fisher's, and it's really fun and giving me a whole bunch of nostalgia of my childhood in Melbourne.
0: Oh, so fun. And what are you looking forward to in the next 90 days in your business?
1: Oh, I'm looking forward to my launch. And I have some fun stuff kind of planned for my kit. And then I'm looking forward to taking off two weeks for Christmas. That sounds really fun. And I'm really looking forward to some family time.
0: Oh, my gosh. And I
1: bet it's gorgeous in Paris for Uh, Christmas. I think we might get snow in January, which I am like thrilled about. I love snow.
0: I do not love snow, which is why we're moving back to Florida. <laughs> but I will experience the fake snow at Disney. <laughs> oh, oh that's it's like to. <laughs> best of both worlds. <laughs> well, Michelle, thank you so much for being on the podcast. And before we wrap this up, can you please just tell my guests or my listeners—you're my guest, but my listeners—where <laughs> they can find you
1: and connect? Yes. Well, thank you again for having me. My Instagram is my name, Michelle Pontevert, P-O-N-T-V-E-R-T. I know it's a bit tricky to spell. And obviously my website is my favorite place for people to come find out about me and everything I've got going on there.
0: I love it. And we will link up all this information in the show notes. Thank you so much, Michelle, for coming on the show and just sharing your story with us.
1: Oh, thank you so much for having me.
0: Y'all. How dang good was Michelle? One, I adore her accent. And so I absolutely love chatting with her. But I loved all the topics that we went into in such a short period of time. Like how to take big leaps and listen to your intuition. How the 5 people that you surround yourself with, no matter if they know you or not, can really impact your vision and your business. And how to be a mom and a business owner. And some of the struggles that we deal with and some of the tips that we can use to help with that how to use clickup and how to create more white space in our business so we can get more ideas and how to create more revenue in our business by having multiple streams of income this was a packed episode my friends and we have linked up all of Michelle's information in the show notes and if you're ready to create a second revenue stream in your business head to beta to biggie.com and apply to work with us so it's b e t a dot com. I feel like I should have a wrap. And go on and head over there, find out some more information and apply to work with us in 2022 so you can scale your business with multiple streams of revenue. And until next week, my friends, go out, serve your clients, scale your business and soar into the success you deserve.